So cycle syncing is essentially adapting your nutrition, your workouts, your social calendar, self-care, to-do lists, all of those things to the different phases of your monthly cycle. So that way you give your body the support that it needs rather than like pushing it to perform at the same level week to week. We have four phases that we go through as women each month and that is our monthly cycle. So I don't know about you, but I used to, I had no idea. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am super, super pumped to be here. But today's episode, I think is really fucking cool. Because it's one that is something that I'm really passionate about. It's one that still has a lot of fucking stigma around it. It's one that I truly, truly believe needs to stop having stigma around it. And it's all about cycle syncing and about how to lean in to the natural phases that your body goes through during your average monthly cycle. And there's so much power in this. And I have learned so much about myself, about my body, about my emotions when I pay attention to the different phases of my cycle and where my body's at, what my hormones are doing, and things like that. And there's so, 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 so much power in knowing that, right? So I connected with Megan Rempel. Her and I have known each other for a while. She's one of the actually last people I saw before we went into quarantine. We met at a networking kind of um, women's event. And Megan has become super passionate about this. And I just think it's really, really great. And she shares a ton of gems like what the different phases of our cycle are. It's when I say cycle, I don't mean just the week of your period, the entire month, right? We go through that. We talk about myths. We debunk some things. She gives some really, really good tips on like what exercises are best for you at certain parts of the month. And that has been something that has absolutely changed my life. She talks about food, I haven't mastered the food part because I just haven't mastered food in general because <laughs> I'm still using that one to cope with my emotions sometimes. But and we talk about emotions and how different things can come up for you at different times. And you guys know I've been super open about my journey, especially over the last four months of like unraveling my identity from my career, my title and all those things. And knowing where I'm at my cycle has literally fucking saved me like there is definitely a day or two days in there where like (laughs) don't talk to me (laughs) just don't but now that I know that it's not like I really hate my life and I really hate everything and I know that it's like okay my hormones are plummeting so it sends off these chemicals and this is how I personally react to that there's so much fucking power in that. Like, it's amazing. And I've even like some of my friends and I who've really been leaning into this, like literally it's so fun. I was like quarantining myself, right? In my bedroom and I was texting one of my friends and I was like, yeah, it's day 21. And if one person looks at me, I'm going to die. And she was laughing her ass off. And she was like, literally, that was me two days ago. And now I love and love everyone and want to hug and kiss everyone. So instead of feeling like you're fucking crazy, because you're not, this shit is so normal. And when you pay attention, it will change your life, change your fucking life. So when I know that I'm about to hit a day where I'm super irritable, which is normal, right? 
for your hormones to change. And for me right now, it's irritability because I'm still working on getting my body back on track because I've been on birth control my whole entire life. So now that I'm off of it and I'm leaning into this and I'm healing my body from the inside out and just learning and healing my mindset, there's so much power in this. So I hope you really enjoy this episode. I think she did a really good job of explaining this. Uh, Megan is a registered nurse. She's a mom of four and she's a health and wellness coach. And this is just something that she's become super passionate about and wants to share it with anyone who listen. And I also am super fucking passionate about it. And I can't wait for this episode. I sometimes wish that this was my gift, but this is not my gift. But my gift is to create the space for other people to share it. So I really think that you guys should pay attention if this is something you've even been remotely toying around with in your mind. Because just the awareness, even if you're not even implementing any of the action steps and like you still have a really strict workout routine that you don't want to change based on your cycle, doesn't matter. The awareness of where you might be at and why you feel so tired on one day versus the other day will really, really help you on this journey of pure self-love and acceptance. Because I know if you're anything like me, on the days you don't feel super productive, you might just start beating the shit out of yourself, right? Mentally, like, oh, you're so lazy. Why don't you want to work out today? Or why aren't you motivated today? Why can't you record that podcast today? You know, if you pay attention to that, you experience different energy levels at different points in your cycle. And everybody's different. But that's the really fun part about tracking it is you get to learn yourself over time. Like it's December. I started really focusing on this in July and just literally like this month do I really think I've started to pinpoint my regular like mood swings and energy levels. And like I told you, day 21, like that was my aha just last week, right? So there's so much power in this. It does take a little bit of time. Well, it did for me, but everybody's different. But I really encourage you guys to stick around, listen to this one, get your pens and your paper. You might even want to listen to this one a couple of times, but I think this shit's fascinating. And again, for me, this is all around tearing down the stigma that's around cycles periods whatever because i'm fucking tired of it because it's literally the most natural thing in the world hear me when i say that out loud let me say it again it's the most natural thing in the world and that our hormones fluctuate with it is also the most natural thing in the world there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing shameful about it it's fucking beautiful and it's how Every single one of us got here. So let's take a minute and honor that space and really, really lean into our superpowers. Let me know what your big takeaway is from today's episode. And I cannot wait to hear from you guys. I hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm super excited. This is a topic that I've been dripping out there slowly but surely, but something I haven't really gotten into because I don't feel like I'm an expert. So today, I have Megan Rempel on the show, and she's a women's health advocate, and we're going to talk all things cycle syncing. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited. (laughs) Me too. I'm super, super pumped. So I was trying to think about the story about like how we met and I was like, okay, I know we physically met in Detroit in February before the world ended (laughs) (laughs) and people were allowed to travel, but I feel like I've known you for so much longer than that because that's when we met Oh, and you were like, yeah, I want to start a podcast. 
Yes, you were like the beginning of my whole podcasting journey because it was at that event that I was like, I think I want to start a podcast. And right. yeah. I was like beelining to you because I'm like, I have not met you in person, but I know you have a podcast and you like helped me so much to set up the platform and, and just like gave me the courage really just to like dive in and do it. That's awesome. I just here remembered that part of it. I was just thinking because your friend Cindy was my accountability partner at the retreat yes. and things like that. And I was like, oh yeah, that's how I know Megan. I forgot all about the podcast piece. Yeah. Ah, that's awesome. And today is technically, even though it won't air today, the day we're recording this technically is my one year anniversary. So that's fun. Oh, that is fun. Full circle moment. I was just going to say, look at that. <laughs> totally, totally. All right. Well, I have no questions. I told you, I didn't even write down questions. So I want you to just kind of walk us through just cycle syncing. And I, I know I have questions that will come up as we go. That's why I just wanted it to be a fun conversation because I'm super uber interested in this topic. So let's just start with, you can start with the good old, like who, how'd I get here question and then just jump right in to what cycle syncing has kind of, you know, means for you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think first I'll just start with what cycle syncing is because um, I think a lot of people have no idea what that means. And actually, what I'm realizing now is there's some women out there who actually think when they hear cycle syncing, they think that means, you know, we've heard it for years how women, when they're together, they will mm-hmm. sync up and, and they mm-hmm. become like on the same like schedule as far as getting their period. Um, that's not what cycle syncing is. That is a real thing that will happen definitely, but cycle syncing is not that. So cycle syncing is essentially adapting your nutrition, your workouts, your social calendar, self-care, to-do lists, all of those things to the different phases of your monthly cycle. So that way you give your body the support that it needs rather than like pushing it to perform at the same level week to week. So we have four phases that we go through as women each month, and that is our monthly cycle. So I don't know about you, but I used to, I had no idea until like, you know, eight months ago, a year ago. Um, I knew that there was a time of the month that we got our period. And I knew there was a time of the month that we were like, really fertile. Like if you were trying to have a baby or trying not to have a baby, you knew that window. Other than that, I was like, there's nothing else to know. And (laughs) that was, that's the only thing I've ever known. And I think a lot of women know those two things. And, you know, it's like, Ooh, the time where I could get pregnant, um, or want to avoid getting pregnant, or there's like that kind of shitty time of the month where I just feel gross and it's awful. And I just basically count the days until I can go back to regular life. So we do in fact have four phases that we go through every single month and they are magical. So how I really got into this, um, well, I had a lot of resistance to it actually, but I've been on my own health and wellness journey for like five, six years now. I just, it never stemmed from a place of wanting to lose weight um, or get to like a certain physique. It stemmed from, I am depleted. I am exhausted. 
Um, I had, I had like three little kids. I was pregnant with my fourth. I was solo parenting because my husband was working like out West on the pipeline. So he was gone for months at a time and I was working as a registered nurse and I was just completely depleted, exhausted. And, um, I just took kind of like one step forward into the direction of like living a healthy lifestyle. And that's just like a whole other podcast, but I just slowly started to make some changes with my lifestyle. And that has sort of been a very slow and steady journey for the last five, six years. And honestly, I just keep going down it. It's like, okay, well, what, what else can I learn? What else can I discover? Mm. What, what foods can I swap out? What different workouts can I try? How can I improve my self-care, mind, body, soul, all that stuff? So um, cycle syncing kept popping up. And I think really it's the universe was just like, come on, Megan, like take it. I keep (laughs) giving this to you, like do something with it. But I was, I had so much resistance to it because my, my whole, what I envisioned and, and when I would hear people talk about how, you know, they were really in tune with their cycle. Um, I took that as you become super lazy when you get your period. Mm -hmm. And I did not want to be one of those people like quote unquote, and this is just, this is, this was just my impression at the time. I didn't want to become one of those people who literally did nothing and used their excuse, use their period as an excuse as to why they couldn't get shit done in their life. And I did not want to be one of those people because I won the award for being the busiest, um, (laughs) the one who could do it all, all day, every day, no matter what, nonstop, hustle, 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 morning till night, no matter how I felt, I was going to get it done. So I had a lot of resistance to thinking of a different way of living. Um, but then I just kept hearing it and hearing it and hearing it. And finally, I just opened my eyes a little bit up to that concept. And I learned that what I perceived to be cycle syncing, aka just be lazy and do nothing on your period, <laughs> was so far from the truth. And that's when I realized there's four phases we go through. Um, and then once you know this stuff, you can't unknow it. Yeah. It is so powerful and interesting that there was no way I could go back. So that's sort of how I got into it. That's great. And I love what you said about like, not really knowing because also like no one knows, right? Like you're a woman who's had a cycle for how many years and you had no idea. And our society is not really set up to honor that. And I kind of started my journey over this summer. Well, everything started with quarantine for me and everybody knows that <laughs> like, this will be the story. Hopefully that saves me, <laughs> but I had just been obliterating my cycle by just taking the pill constantly and just not even letting myself bleed. So not, I had no, cause I wasn't even paying attention to when I was fertile. Cause I was on the pill, didn't need to, didn't want to. And then I wasn't actually having a bleed. So again, there was nothing to pay attention to. But the quarantine hit me really, really hard. And I was like, okay, what am I doing? How am I doing this? Like I needed something to like, just make me feel alive again. And I don't even know how, I think it was a book that I'd started reading. And then I was like, oh, okay. This is kind of starting to make sense. I was like, oh, okay. I started to get this. So let's start like with the four phases. And I don't know if you have a favorite one that you want to start with, but I really want to start with winter 
because I feel like it's the most misunderstood and it's the one that I'm trying to embrace. And like my, one of my goals now is to make period talk like mainstream. Mm-hmm. Okay. the other day and, um, I can't, I think it was on the podcast of my husband, like when my daughter's at the dinner table was like, mom's been bleeding for four days, but it's starting to slow down. So just keep being nice to her. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love that. Uh, and I was like, I was like, this is awkward and I'm proud, but like, this is a total and moment, right? Like there's a piece of me that's totally freaking out. And then I was like, this should be fucking normal though. Like women have periods. That's how all of us are born is through this cycle. Right. So like, yes. why do we shame it so much? Yeah. So and I want to talk about the magic of it. Yes, definitely. Um, That's interesting how you brought up your daughter, because as soon as I started learning this, I was like, I need, I need more people to know about this for one, Mm -hmm. because as soon as I discover something that I fall in love with, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need, I need to like shout it from the rooftops because everyone needs to know this. But I also wanted so desperately to learn it, um, so that I could teach my two girls when they got to that age, because I thought how powerful will this be for them at a young age to just realize this? And I want them to to just be like, well, yeah, mom, like we, we saw you live like this. So mm-hmm. like, we just, we know that's the case. So I really want it to just be like normalized yes. and something that at an early age teens can start to just implement. So, yeah. Um, so I'm actually not going to start with winter or the <laughs> menstrual phase because I think it's important to wrap our heads around the idea that what we do um, sort mm-hmm. of in all the other three phases really is so that we can have a great period. I like that. So that when you start to think of it like that, and then it's like, okay, all this work that I'm doing throughout the month, it kind of ends with the period. It, instead, we're kind of traditionally taught that like, obviously your, your menstrual phase like begins with day one, like that's the first day of your period. Um, but really I like to kind of have it at the bottom. I know everything's like a cycle and circular, but I kind of just see it as like, and then the period ends and then we start over again in the follicular phase. So the follicular phase is where I'm going to start. And that is essentially right after your period. So just like immediately after you go into your follicular phase and you can start to think about that as like spring So each of the four phases that our bodies go through are so similar to the four seasons that we go through, providing you live in Canada or (laughs) some of like, (laughs) yeah, like, you know, we have a very distinct four seasons. Um, You know, we don't live in like the Southern States and blessed with warmth um, the majority of the year. So we are going to talk about spring right now. So it's the follicular phase. This lasts for about seven to 10 days. Um, And your energy levels begin to rise. Now I'm going to just like preface this with the fact that there are all kinds of hormones going up and down throughout the month in your cycle. When I started learning about cycle syncing, I got so overwhelmed and I had, I almost just wanted to stop because I was like, how, like, I feel like I'm back in nursing school, like trying to learn about the hormones. And at the end of the day, unless you have like a really major hormonal imbalance, 
the average woman doesn't really need to know what's going up, what's going down. So this is why I sort of call this like the Coles notes of cycle syncing, because it's just for the woman who wants to like make changes today. They don't have to memorize shit or have cue cards to like figure (laughs) out what's going on in my body. It's just all going to make sense and very tangible things. So hormones are beginning to rise when you're in the follicular phase. Um, And with that, your brain function improves, your mood starts to improve, you're going to feel more assertive and willing to take risks. So this is the time where you really want to ask yourself, like, what do I want? Whether it's what do I want today? What do I want this month? What do I want for like the rest of my life? But like, what do I actually want? This is when you want to make a master to-do list for, you know, the rest of your cycle. Um... This is when you want to start new projects, whether it's in your business or around the house, but you are primed for this kind of like implementation within your workouts. You want to focus on fun cardio type workouts. So like Zumba, bar, um, running, that kind of stuff. It's the perfect time to like try out a different type of workout class. We can't really like go to a lot of those things right now, depending on where you live. But this is just when you want to like spice up your workouts, do something fun and invigorating. And then when it comes to your nutrition, you want to focus really on light, vibrant, fresh foods. So our metabolism is actually slower in the first two phases. So the follicular and the ovulatory phase, our metabolism slows down and our body actually needs less calories when we're in those phases. We feel naturally energized because of the increase in hormones. We don't necessarily need the energy from food sources. So Mm -hmm. typically we eat carbohydrates to give ourselves energy. That's the purpose of eating carbs every day is to give ourselves energy. But when we're in these two phases, the follicular and the ovulation phase, our hormones are doing that work for us. We're just naturally energized. And like I said, our metabolism actually slows down. So we're not going to feel as hungry. Now, this is not me saying cut back your calories and don't eat any carbs. But what I am saying is you can take advantage of this. Mm -hmm. And you might even if you were to kind of look back or even track a little bit, you might realize like, oh, there are times of the month where I'm not as hungry as other times. And that was something that used to always frustrate me before I dove into cycle syncing, because I would be like, why is it like last week I was like rocking my nutrition and felt so satisfied with like a fresh salad and some grilled chicken and a piece of fruit. Like I felt so good this week. I can't get enough food into me. I am so bloody hungry. Like what is wrong with me? So there's nothing wrong with you. It's just your hormones are changing your metabolism and the amount of calories you actually need and the types of food your body actually needs. So this is when you don't want to be eating heavy carbs. Your body does not need it. So you can focus on sort of more light, fresh foods. Um, so that's kind of the follicular phase in a bit of a nutshell. 
That's cool. I didn't know about the calorie piece. Mm -hmm. I was, I've been focused more on like the cardio and kind of like what I should be doing. Like, um, I got laid off from my job in August. So I've been trying to use this to be like, okay, is this a week where I can be cool and chill and like literally plan out <laughs> what I'm going to do and what my next phase of life is, or is this the week I just need to like really go in. So that's really yeah. cool. I had no idea about the calories. That makes yeah. a lot of sense though. I should start tracking that. Yeah. Cause that, that was an aha, like you said, like, oh, last week I was cool with that. And this week I'm like stuffing my face with everything. Yeah. I love and, that. And then we're just always like, oh my gosh. Oh, well, last week with my nutrition and this week I, I'm so hungry. So I'm just going to eat the bag of chips. Like mm -hmm. it just, but it, if you know how to plan for that and to change your foods to increase your calories, um, which we'll kind of get into in the other phases. But um, yeah, it just all starts to make so much sense. And it's like, why have we never been taught this? <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so keep going. So much okay. good stuff. I'm so, taking notes. <laughs> okay, so ovulation comes next. So first we had our follicular phase, which is right after our period, usually lasts for about a week or so. And then we go into ovulation. So this is summertime. So like, you know, follicular was spring, think fresh, fun, invigorating, planning, like just getting pumped up for life. Basically summer is like high vibes, feeling good, want to socialize, like tons of energy, lots of fresh, fresh, healthy, healthy food. That's sort of like summertime vibes. This phase only lasts for about two to four days. So it's a very, very short phase, but it is so powerful. And we need to take advantage of this phase because you can really move mountains in these, um, you know, few days that you're in here. So energy is at its peak. And so are you, you are magnetic and things come very easily and effortless for you. You might be able to kind of think back, or if you start tracking, you'll realize like, yeah, it just seemed like, you know, there was like, a, like last month, there was a chunk of time where things just felt so easy and natural. And even you felt radiant and you felt just like naturally beautiful and energized and confident. That is not just a coincidence. That is 100% because you were most likely in the ovulation phase. So even if like you're into, you know, manifestation, this is like when it can be so powerful because <laughs> you're magnetic, like put out those vibes that you want because it's going to come into your life so much easier in this space. So it's really, really magical. They're all magical. That's the words. only word I wrote down was magnetic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this and is it's, it. <laughs> it. It's true. And it's just so amazing. Like you'll like things you'll just be like, of course that just happened. Like, cause that you're like high vibing. Right. Um, yeah. So this is also like when you want to fill your social calendar plan, evenings out, plan podcast interviews, like just plan all like the big things in your life and just jam pack your social calendar, fill up your to-do list because you can handle it. You can 100% handle it right now. You won't be able to handle it a week later. Um, even a week before might not have been like as easy, but right now you can handle it. You can like hustle morning till night and it's not going to burn you out in this phase. You're just going to feel energized and like on fire because of it. So workouts, you want to up the intensity big time. You want to do like the hit workouts, lots of running, spinning, 
tons of cardio, anything that's going to work up a really, really good sweat because your body is primed for it. You've got the energy. It's not going to leave you feeling depleted. It's going to leave you feeling so, so good. Um, your nutrition in this phase, you want to, like I said, lighten up on your carbs, just like you did in the follicular phase before, um, really focus on like fresh salads, smoothies, raw fruits, veggies. My go-to carbs in this phase are always quinoa and lentils just because they're on the lighter side. Like I said, don't cut out carbs, like never cut out food groups, but just pay attention to which carbs maybe are more suited for each of the specific phases. So again, you might not be feeling as hungry in this phase. So you can use that to your advantage because you're going to be like killing your workouts, like crushing those cardio workouts, eating these fresh, um, lower carbohydrates foods. And you're probably going to see if you have weight to lose, this is when you're really going to see the pounds start to kind of come off is in these two earlier phases. Okay, that's the that's the ovulatory phase. Do you have any questions? No, that was good. I have one question, but I'm gonna wait to the end. I mean, I'm sure I have plenty of questions, but I have one mm-hmm. overall question that just popped in my head. So I'll wait. Okay, so let's now move into the luteal phase. So first we had follicular, which is right after your period. Then you move into ovulatory phase, and then you go into luteal. So this is what we refer to as fall. It is the longest phase. So it's about 10 to 14 days long. This is actually my favorite phase. Well, I actually really like the menstrual phase, which has taken me several months to get there. But I think the luteal phase is just really, really powerful. It's long and a lot of things happen in it. So you can almost like break it in half. So kind of Mm. like this phase can be considered two separate phases So in the first half of the luteal phase, you still have lots of energy. You're still feeling really, really good, really powerful. Um, But hormones are going to start to shift. And as they do, you're going to start to feel that like decreased energy. And because of a hormone called progesterone, you are actually going to start to naturally feel more calm and serene and you will start to find yourself winding down towards the end of the luteal phase. And I just find that feeling really, really powerful when you start to tap into it and you start to really, you know, consistently cycle syncs for several months, you'll start to feel that shift of like, okay, something's changing. My energy levels are going down and it doesn't mean you feel exhausted and worn out. You actually start to feel like that calm, serene, like, okay, this feels good. I got this. So in the luteal phase, this is when you want to start finishing up projects. You want to review that big master list that you made in the beginning, in the follicular phase, Um, start to really like cross your T's, dot your I's, um, wrap up all outstanding projects. This is the phase that you want to do that in. You're going to naturally want to organize and declutter, which if you, again, can think back to previous months, you might realize that there's certain times of the month where you're just like on a rampage to clean out your kids' closets and drawers, clean out the pantry, clean out the linen closet. Like it just sort of becomes natural and think about it. It's fall. So that is what we do in fall. We do like the the fall cleanup around the yard and the deck and all that stuff. So it's very, very similar to fall and how we begin to feel. 
So for your workouts, you are going to want to focus on resistance training because as your hormones are shifting, this is the optimal time to develop some lean muscles. So um, back in like the first half of your cycle, so the follicular and the ovulatory phase, your body's primed for like weight loss. This now in the luteal phase, your body is primed for like developing lean muscle. In the second half of the luteal phase, though, you want to back off the intensity a little bit and just focus on some like low intensity yoga, bar, Pilates, those types of workouts. It doesn't mean you don't do anything. You do continue to move your body because that's super important. But nutrition, this is where this is probably out of everything we're going to talk about is something that I just am so excited about and find the most interesting. So when you're in your luteal phase, you really want to be focusing on those starchy veggies. Um, so think like sweet potatoes, um, beets, turnips, um, like pumpkin, different squashes, like those really like um, uh, starchy carbs and, and veggies. That is really what you want to be consuming quite a bit because these foods, especially roast them, they are going to help so much with your PMS symptoms because Mm -hmm. PMS is actually not normal. It's been normalized. We think it's normal. It is not normal. It is a sign that you likely have too much estrogen in your body. So when we were back in the follicular and ovulatory phase, the estrogen was rising, 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 and then it peaked. And then it should in the luteal phase start to decline but unfortunately it doesn't always do that. And we hang on to some extra estrogen, and that is what kind of contributes to those MS symptoms. When you each eat these starchy sweet potatoes and, um, you know, roasted carrots, those types of things, it helps to flush out that extra estrogen. So you will, um, after a while, you will really start to notice um, a decrease in your PMS symptoms. Also, these types of foods are um, very high, um, sorry, they're higher in calories. And because your body right now needs about an extra 300 calories in this phase, this really helps you to fight off those cravings because roasted sweet potatoes and those root veggies have like kind of a sweetness to them, right? So they actually help with that um, sugar craving that comes in before your period. You're giving your body those extra calories. So your body often when it's being depleted of calories, that's when it's like, I want the potatoes, I want the donuts and the ice cream (laughs) and I need more food. But if you were giving your body enough calories and the right kinds of foods, then you're not going to go into that like, oh, well, it's a week before my period. I always binge on potato chips and this is just what I do. Um, I always like get off track with my nutrition before my period. It does not have to be that providing you're giving your body the right amount of foods and the right, um, the, the specific kinds of foods that you need in that phase. So cravings will decrease. Um, bloating will decrease, even like cramps, spotting, all of those things. They're not actually that you can actually feel really, really good in this phase. Um, not to mention like it helps to prevent that self-sabotage, which I, which I talked about just like, oh, it's a week before my period. I need, I need to eat these certain foods. 
Um, so you're going to feel hungrier in this phase. So be prepared for it, which is why you want to focus on those starchier veggies. Oh my God, you just said so many good things in that one. Um, I love, and thank you so much is for like, how is PMS normalized, but cycle syncing is not like that just like blows my mind that we're just taught like, oh, you're just supposed to feel like shit. Yeah. So, so many good things. That was a big mm -hmm. aha for me. I guess just in the last couple months, I was just like, oh my God, I'm not supposed to feel like this. Like if we're paying attention to our bodies and society, you know, like if you stop believing all those things, they're really not true. Um, but so much good information I didn't know. So I, I knew about the exercises, but I love what you were saying about like the beginning half of your cycle is prime for weight loss. And the second half is really about building those like muscles and you feel, you know, your hunger levels change. That's really, really intuitive. Like I love that that's going to help me mm -hmm. so much, so much good stuff. And you made me feel a little bit better. So I said, I had got off the pill and I've been tracking my cycle naturally. And I've been using this app too called natural cycles. And it keeps saying like, you know, that the ovulation phase is short and in my head, right. Because here I am still believing all the things like every phase is just like a week, right. You have the seven days, seven days, seven days. Cause I'm so trained on that from being on the pill for so long. And it was, you know, it's saying like, Oh, you're not ovulating anymore here's some green days. You can have sex. And I'm like, the hell I can, because I am not trying to have a surprise baby at 40 <laughs> like that. <laughs> so you made me feel a little bit better when you were like, yeah, and fall is longer. Cause I'm like, okay, I got this. I got this. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh. So you just had me going with that whole fall phase. I love all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the luteal phase. Like I swear I could do a whole podcast just on the luteal phase because there's so much that I could dive into. It's it's just, to me, that was the most mind blowing when I really dove into all of this was how powerful that phase can be and really sets you up for success in your menstrual okay. phase. Yeah. And I've experienced this, uh, not this past cycle, but the cycle before that, I truly felt the difference between these two, the one before it, I pushed way too hard and my mm -hmm. and I felt it and I felt it. Like I can't even explain how serious and how real it is. And the second one, I was like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. This is life without, you know, real bad PMS, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it yeah. is true and it does work. All right. So are we ready yeah. for some real magic now? Yeah. So let's dive into the menstrual phase. So this is winter. So just think about winter. What do we think of? We think of like hunkering down, cozying up, making like delicious, you know, food in the crock pot and simmering it on the stove and fireplaces and blankets and slippers like that really is the vibe of the menstrual phase but unfortunately everyone hates this phase because they see it as such an inconvenience and they feel like shit but once you really begin cycle syncing it might take a few months but you will get to this point where this phase feels so delicious <laughs> i <laughs> actually just recorded a podcast yesterday um about how the menstrual phase I have I have been able to create like retreat vibes when I'm it. in my menstrual phase and I just said this to someone on the weekend and she was like what like you need to tell me more about this and I'm like oh okay I didn't know if it was like that crazy but it's that is essentially 
how I've been able to like really sync up with my menstrual phase. And it's something that I look forward to and welcome. I mean, it's going to happen anyway. So why Mm -hmm. do we resist it? And why do we like, just like count down till it's over? We might as well try to make the most out of it. And you absolutely can. So your energy levels are going to be at their lowest, no doubt about that. But that doesn't mean you have to feel exhausted and depleted. There is a huge difference between feeling like low energy and tired. They do not go hand in hand necessarily. So you also are going to feel a little bit more withdrawn, but this does not mean that you do nothing. This doesn't mean that you, you know, stay in bed till whatever is like a big sleep in for you. It doesn't mean that you stay in your jammies all day and do nothing and lollygag around the house and binge watch Netflix and, you know, eat whatever you want to eat and then repeat that for four or five days. That is not what this means. It means you introduce quietness. Um, You keep your calendar pretty clear if you can. Remove as much things off of your plate. And of course, this is easier said than done. Like you're talking to a mom of four um, who (laughs) has a business at home, who also is a registered nurse. Like I get it. But there are a lot of things that you can do once you become intentional about how to like clear things up and create a little bit more space for yourself. So I personally stick to my morning routine. My morning routine is like, something that completely changed my life years ago. And I'm so consistent with it. And when I get into my menstrual phase, I still stick with my, with my morning routine. I just change it up a little bit. I still get up around the same time of day, but instead of like throwing on my workout clothes and like getting right to it, I tend to just like take my time. I might even stay in my jammies in the morning, um, make some coffee and just like, really get intentional, cozy up by the fire, um, get my journal out, get a good book out. This is the best time to do some reflection over what's been happening in your life. Um, even what's been happening in like the last week or this last like phase of your cycle. Um, and just really like go within and it feels so good to do this in this phase because we actually have a lot of mental clarity when we're in our menstrual phase, as long as you give yourself the ability to like, you know, brain dump it out and sit with yourself. So definitely give yourself some space, set some intentions. As far as nutrition, you want comfort foods. Your body needs warming foods. Whereas in the earlier phases that we talked about, your body wants cooling foods. So that's why I said lots of fresh foods, smoothies, salads. Well, in this phase, your body really, really desires warm, cozy, comforting food. No, don't make yourself a big pot of macaroni and cheese and dive in. Keep your food healthy, obviously, whole foods, but you can make healthy soups, stews, stir fries, that kind of thing. So you really want to focus on that and give yourself some extra space to like cook these delicious foods for yourself and for your family. Foods that are really going to nourish your body. As far as workouts, you you can absolutely take a few days off of working out. There is no shame in that, no harm in it. 
I personally like to still do some really light yoga. Um, like I'm talking really light, like nothing vigorous, nothing intense, some walking, foam rolling, basically anything restorative. But sometimes I'll even swap out that workout time and I will do like a really long, deep meditation in, instead of mm-hmm. doing a workout. So this is also something that was really, really mind blowing to me because the reason why it's so important to really scale back on our workouts in the end of the luteal phase. So the week before your period and also during your period is because doing the opposite, pushing your body, doing intense workouts will actually increase cortisol in your body. And this is a stress hormone. And this hormone can really, really backfire in your body because it can cause weight gain, inflammation, muscle wasting, and just really cause some major self-sabotage. So that's why you want to keep your workouts very light, restorative, or just skip them all together. So I was the person who just because it was my period, it did not matter. I was going to be doing the same workouts that I did the week before and the week before and the week before. And what was really getting me down before I started cycle syncing was the fact that um, I would get, I would beat myself up. I would get so hard on myself because I would be doing an intense workout and I would have no desire to do it for one, but I was the go-getter. So I'm going to do it anyways. And halfway through the workout or even like five or 10 minutes in, I wanted to quit so bad because I was not in it. I had no energy for it. Um, So either I would quit or I would half-ass the rest of the workout. Either way, I told myself I was a failure And then that affected the rest of my day. It affected how I showed up for my family. It affected the foods that I ate because I I did a half-ass workout. I might as well, you know, eat pancakes and syrup for breakfast. And like my nutrition just then went downhill for the entire day. And that would happen for like almost a week. And I didn't know about cycle syncing then. And then all of a sudden magically like, Oh, okay. I'm starting to feel better. Like why were, why was I so like, why were my workouts so hard last week? That makes no sense. And even my mood, my mood now has become so much more stable since cycle syncing, but prior to cycle syncing, um, you know, it would probably be towards the tail end of my luteal phase and into my menstrual phase. I would just start to feel like down and hard on myself. And like everything felt hard, right? Like I didn't need, I would sit down to do some work at my computer in my luteal phase. And I would be like, I'm just like, what is wrong with me? I've lost all passion. Like what is, what is the matter, Megan? Like it just made no sense. And so I would beat myself up and I'd be like, no, you're going to do this work. You're going to push through and send this email, whatever. But if I had just like listened to my body and realized like I'm pushing it too hard, there's a reason why I'm feeling this way. So that doesn't happen to me anymore. But I think that so many women are going through that and not understanding that it's the hormones that are just fluctuating and we need to, we need to ride those ebbs and flows the way our body wants us to. So that is, that's kind of the menstrual phase in, in a nutshell. You really just want to take care of yourself, like have a bubble bath in the middle of the day. Um, send your husband out in the evening to go like hang out with his friends. Like 
spend, like just try to be alone or just create that like quietness. Like obviously I've got four kids. I can't really get alone, (laughs) but that's when I'm saying to them, like, guys, tonight, let's have a movie night. Like I'm not going to do any work tonight. Let's just like have an easy dinner, have a movie night, cuddle on the couch, or we'll crawl into my bed and we'll all read books, like whatever. So, um, it's just about creating that during, during those few days. Oh, I love you say movie night. That's what I always do with my daughter is we Mm. always do movie night. And then that's the night I let my husband stay up late and play video games. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, here you go. That was really good. What you were saying though, like self-compassion is such a big thing. And I completely agree with you before I started cycle syncing. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like this, you know, like you have to do it. You have to do it. Like the whole world's going to end if you don't do it. And then like, you know, we're just so used to this hustle culture. And now I'm like, oh, guess what? I'm on my period and I don't care. I literally don't care. It's like a way to give myself permission that I just couldn't do before. Yeah. But one thing that you said that, and this is why I really, really love it. And everyone that's been listening to the pod for a while knows that I'm like going deeper and deeper into this um, spiritual journey that I'm on. And you had touched on this about the menstrual phase is when you're in your menstrual phase, that's supposed to be like what, when your intuition is at its Mm -hmm. highest and you'd mentioned like longer meditations. Oh my God. I've had like the best breakthroughs or the most amazing like journaling sessions or for the only time I, I can ever really think where I've meditated and then had like, a journaling session where I was just like, I'm just making, I'm like, who am I right now? <laughs> like yes. somebody else is controlling this and it really, really is magical. And if you know what's coming and you can plan it, it's so fun. And, mm. it, it, and like you said, you can begin to look forward to it and yes. it doesn't have to be painful if you're planning for it. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, there's so many cool things and I just love it. Um, yeah. I do have one question and that you kind of went through all of them and you were talking about working out. Mm-hmm. working out has obviously saved my soul too during her um quarantine do you is there anybody out there or maybe you yourself are getting ready to do this but it does anybody have a workout program that is connected to cycle syncing because what I find is like hey you can join this person for their 30 days of yoga and I'm like yeah well those 30 days don't sync up to like what I'm gonna need so I've really started to pull back from that and now I'm like using this app for this week and using this app for that week but then it's kind of annoying too yes I I totally agree and when I got when I found out all of this I was like wow, I need to change what I'm doing for my workouts because I was always just following a specific workout program, whether it was 30 days or 90 days, whatever. And I would do that start to finish, although I was failing constantly (laughs) in it because I was not adjusting it as I should, but I didn't know any better. Um, So what I have actually done is I've created um, within, I have a program called um, Syncing with the Flow. So it's all about how we can implement cycle syncing into our lives as far as our nutrition, fitness, and self-care. So just mind, body, soul, really. And in there, I have a workout calendar created for each um, phase of your cycle. So you'll you'll be able to be like, okay, I'm, I'm in my luteal phase. Here's the workouts that I need to be doing. And now I move into my menstrual phase and here's some options. And you know, into the follicular, here's the option. So it's, 
it saved me. I really did it. I, I did all of this for myself. Like I created yeah. the whole program because I needed it. Um, and I created the workout calendar because I needed it. So yeah. Yeah. And just all the different foods that you should be eating in each phase. It's all built in there. Where is that? Like, where can people go find that? Cause that's amazing. Yeah. So I am on Instagram at Megan Rempel four and you can just reach out to me there. So I kind of promote it at different times of the month and um, yeah, I can definitely chat with you and, and get, get it, get you hooked up. Definitely. And I will tag all of that and share all of that. Cause I am so, so interested in this. And it's so funny because this came up in a, a mentorship group I'm in. They're like, what's the one thing that you want to, you know, like go into and be more vulnerable. Like this is with the question to the group. And I was like, period stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and even just saying it to this group of people that I know have my back, I felt of women. I felt like, should I even admit this? And the question was, who should you invite on your podcast to introduce the topic? And I was like, if Megan still likes me, because I, <laughs> I have fucked up every single interview we've tried to schedule, if Megan <laughs> will still have me, that's who I want to have this conversation with. Oh, that's so funny. I know that feeling though, because when I learned all of this, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous to talk about it. I'm so nervous to say the word like, period on social or menstrual phase. And even, even now, and if you, if you follow me on Instagram, like in my Insta stories and in my posts, like it's all I talk about, like I'm constantly just, you know, giving all of these kinds of tips. And I always feel so like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm actually talking about this. And I'll, you know, I know I have like doctors I work with that are following me and just like Mm -hmm. high school friends that are males. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, they must be like, what the hell is she talking about? But it's just, I want it to be normalized. Um, I want it to just there. My whole tagline is it's possible to feel good all month long. We do not have to, you know, only feel good a couple months or a couple weeks of the month we can feel good all month long and we should feel good all month long. We'll feel different. We're not always going to feel energized and on fire, but we can feel really fucking good all month long. Yeah. I love it. It's so powerful. I mean, it's changed like my marriage. I mean, we're in quarantine together. We've all been in the house together every single day since March. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, this has just changed how I see everything. Cause now I can just be like, Hey, uh, yeah, don't talk to me and don't be offended. (laughs) And once you know this stuff, like it's really hard to unknow it. Yes. I was gonna say, you can't unknow it. You can't unknow it because it really is. I mean, people say it's a superpower. It really freaking is. And it's so empowering though, to be mm-hmm. like that in sync with yourself. And if you're on any kind of self journey, whether it's self-awareness, self-compassion, self-love, whatever that looks like for you, this is such a key part of it. I mean, to me, this is actually the basic building blocks of it, right? Because this is, yes. I mean, this is you, this is your life. This is your body every single month. And I agree. Like I want to make it normal because it is normal, but I know, and I know you feel the same way. It's like, I know that one of my gifts is to be that person who can be brave enough to push it forward. And I'm like, damn it. (laughs) Why do I have to be that person? But I know I have to be that person because I know there's so many people that just can't because they just can't because it makes them so uncomfortable. 
but, mm-hmm. and I truly believe in, I stand by it. And, you know, we had talked about our daughters and like, you know, I have a son and when my daughter announced that at the dinner table, like for him, he didn't even really flinch because it had been something that we'd been talking about recently in my house. And I was like, how cool though, because when you get a girlfriend, a serious girlfriend, a wife, whatever, you already know all this stuff. She won't have to like teach you or tell you, and you won't make, you know, you won't make the jokes and you won't talk down to her and you won't use those stupid fucking terms and words that like <laughs> our parents or our fathers or whatever used. And like, God, you're going to be the best husband ever. And I'll try to be a really good mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like we're, we're doing this, we're doing this for them. And yes, it just, it, it's so unfortunate that there will be some women that will go through life and never realize this superpower that they have. I know. Well, I support you in sharing this story 100 100%. I think it's so, so powerful. Thank you. And I know that you will do a fantastic job at it. And then whatever corners of the earth you're not reaching, hopefully I can reach those. And then we'll just keep telling that story. And then another another woman can tell it and another woman can tell it. And that's yes. how we make it normal. Yes. And I love that so much. And thank you just so much for coming on today. Um, everybody should definitely 100% go check you out on your Instagram and I'll tag everything in the show notes. Um, it's super inspiring. And before I let you go, because there's so much good stuff in here. Um, is there anything else that you want to leave everybody with? No, I don't think so. I think, I think we covered it. Just, yeah, just, you can feel so good. You can feel so good. Yeah. And just take it second by cycle. And if it's overwhelming, just introduce one new thing. That's how I started. It was just like one new thing every cycle. And then it Absolutely. builds and builds. And yeah. that's the best part. That is a that is a very good point. You won't be able to implement everything right away. Start with whatever interests you the most. Maybe it's the workouts. Maybe then it's nutrition. Maybe then it's your social calendar. Like just start tweaking mm-hmm. here and there. It does not because if you try to overhaul everything, you're gonna fail. You're gonna get overwhelmed. It's gonna be too difficult. So just start one little thing. You, you've got months and months and months to figure this out. <laughs> so just like just start and have fun with it. Like yes. I find this so fun and exciting. Yes, that's my word. I think that's going to be my word for 2021 is fun. Yes. Everything just needs to be fun. If it's not fun, then don't fucking do it. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for all of this knowledge and for joining me today. I'm just so happy. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you.